you so much for joining today with Marilyn and Sarah. I'm so excited for you today because we have an amazing guest, Sean Boltz, and he has a brand new book out called Encounter. So of course you want to watch, put your remote control down or whatever it is, make sure that you stay all the way through this interview. It's going to be super powerful for you. And mom, there's a cool testimony you want to oh, share. Oh, it's really cool. We had a man who wanted to sow a seed for a house and he received a new house. That's not shabby, folks. Seed and reaping go together, aren't they? That's really good, Mom. And, you know, I know people are watching right now that have financial needs. You right. might be watching with uh, healing needs, physical, medical needs. You might have some family things going on. You're struggling. Some of you watching right now, you're really um, needing God's direction and input on decisions that you're making and, and what, what are the next steps. And some of you watching right now, you're struggling because you have student loans that feel like they're just suffocating you, like you're just drowning in loans. We want to pray for you. We want you to hop on the phone, get on the website. We know that God answers prayer. And there's not any need that's too small, too big for God to participate and engage and really bring you through each and every situation. So hop on the phone, get on the website. And partners, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you for helping us to cover the earth with the word. We couldn't do what we do without you. And today, as people are watching, it's because partners have been so faithful and consistent with praying and helping us financially to bring you today with Marilyn and Sarah. So partners, thank you again and again. In just a few moments, we're going to be joining this interview with Sean Boltz. I love Sean because he's uh, genuinely loving and caring for people and expressing God's love uh, through his life, as well as through his latest book, Encounter. In parts of Asia, babies and toddlers growing up in the sex industry do not have safe childhoods. Instead, they are left on the streets, abused and neglected while their mothers work. They have nowhere safe to go. You can change this. Nightcare provides a safe place for these babies and toddlers where they are loved and cared for. Every night at the center, they are given a nutritious meal, toys to play with, and a safe place to sleep. Help us provide safe childhoods for these babies and toddlers. Help us protect babies and toddlers from the horrors of the sex industry. $38 protects one baby for one month. Donate now by calling 888-985-2000. Hey there, thank you so much for joining today with Marilyn and Sarah. We are delighted to spend time with you. Of course, if you have any need in your life, we'd love to pray for you. Hop on the website, get on the phone. No need is too big, too small for God. God participates, looks for the opportunity, invitation to help in your life. And I want to introduce to you a cool friend we're interviewing today, Sean Bowles. So glad to be here again. Yay! Hello. Thank you for coming. Sean, oh, not everybody knows who you are. Um, you have a cool bo new book out called Encounter, which... I think it's going to be phenomenal. Love to do the interview. But can you give us a little bio biography, a short little thumbnail? Yeah, thumbnail. So that our audience I was a can know you? pastor in Los Angeles, and I left pastoral ministry, gave my church to my best friend, so I still attend there. And I went into media full-time, but at the same time was helping the body of Christ get introduced to hearing his voice, hearing God's voice in this season of our lives. And it became a very niche subject for a long time in the 70s and 80s, but now it's a mainstream subject. 
where the average Christian's concerned about, does God talk to me today? So I work with TBN and CBN News, and I work with all kinds of people to bring media about hearing God's voice. And also we have an online academy for people just to do spiritual growth with us. Like, how do you grow in the things of the spirit? How do you grow in subjects like deliverance? And how do we demystify things like inner healing or hearing God's voice? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And you have this book called Encounter, and it talks, you talk a whole bunch in here about various visions visions that you've had and what God has told you. When when do you start getting into visions? Well, two things. One thing is it's it, I've always had a life in God where he's, in, I feel like I've been on my own spiritual journey with, with God. It's biblical based, but I feel like I've had some pretty epic visions and encounters through the years that have paid off with businesses and politicians and with church movements. And sometimes they were just personal to me. And a lot of these personal visions and encounters I've had, I've imparted somewhat to other people, prayed for other people that have encounters, prayed for other people that have visions. But these things, I mean, you guys know, we didn't talk about these things publicly. These were very like after a meeting or at a dinner table to people who might believe. And something happened over the last few years where God gave me a boldness to say, what I've done in secret and behind the scenes, I want you to talk about in public because so many people are having encounters around the world. They need to have the courage that their encounter is real. So although this is my encounter, it's not a teaching book on encounters. It's been giving people faith who would never share their encounter publicly to one of their friends or family members because they thought it was not embarrassing, but private. And they're starting to realize that a lot of what was private is actually trains other people how God is, mm -hmm. who he is and how he moves. Mm -hmm. And as you're watching right now, maybe you're struggling in your relationship with God and wanting to see God move in your life more, be more aware. We would love to pray for you, uh, that you would have greater awareness and and uh, kind of dialed into what God is doing in your life and grab your copy of Encounter. I think as you read through this, you're going to really see different ways that God speaks, moves, interacts, engages with our daily life, and it'll encourage you on what God is doing. Sometimes we just don't recognize it. You're like, oh, that was you. And so just encourage you, grab your copy of Encounter. It will really help you. And Sean, what would you say to somebody who would like to see God moving in their lives more, be more aware? I mean, we, we all know, of course, the basics of spending time with God, just having the Bible open, you know, worship. These are important, but also setting an expectation to say, God, why did you create me before time began? And I think the book really helps that because there's whether you take them as metaphorical or parabolic or just literal, there's a couple encounters I had. And one of my favorites is when, you know, God, the Father, Holy Spirit and Jesus were sitting before the beginning of time. And I saw them in this space and time dreaming of each one of us and there was cords coming out of the father's hearts and in our heart and jesus was looking at each thing at the end of the cord and it was a human soul or spirit that they were going to create at some point in history and time and they were imagining and dreaming kind of like ephesians 320 beyond what we could hope for imagine ephesians you know 2 10 and 11 where it says before time began they prepared us for a destiny and a calling. And this was before time began. And I'm watching Jesus celebrate each one as if it was his favorite and talking about the creativity, talking about the destiny, the impact and the foreverness about them. And it's so impacted me to realize that we're all that pre-planned, that he spent an eternity before time thinking of each one of us. And we need to take that very seriously. So if that's true, then if we want to have an encounter with God, we should start asking the big questions. Like not just why am I here, but who's my who? Who do I get to love? Who is the who is the audience that you made before? Who's the joy set before me that I would pay a price for and sacrifice my life for? And if we could have some of those hints, that's going to help us a lot. But the other thing that's been really big, and as I've been teaching people to have encounters and to focus on 
the God of the Bible and his encounters he's brought us. Because 99% of the Bible is an encounter with God. Mm-hmm. And then there's lineages about the people who had encounters. Say you that know, again. 99% of the Bible is about encounters with encounter. God. Encounter. Yeah. Oh, yes. And so it's, I, you know, so teaching people, one of the things that we do is we say, what, tell me two or three of the biggest wins you've had in life. So a win in your family with your children, a win in your marriage, a win in your business, something that happened that was so big, it was a monument to your life. And then where was God in that? So a lot of people say, well, I just made this choice that happened. Well, why did you make that choice? How did you get there? How did you get to that? And we reverse engineer the entire experience with God and his goodness hovering over it. And they start to realize he did speak to me or he did give me instinct or he did give me that gut check to know that was, wow, I do hear from God. Wow, he has encountered me. And the only reason why I have this level of goodness in this area of my life is because God showed up. So a lot of times we have to go backwards before we go forwards. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And it, it's like you look for God's fingerprints. Yeah. And and kind of raising that awareness. And I then think, your faith grows. You're uh-huh. like, he has been here the whole time. Mm-hmm. Even in the trauma. Some of the trauma times where people are like, how did I overcome that? Like, that's a big question. How did I overcome that? Because I couldn't have done it without him. So where was he in that? Even if I didn't hear God in an audible voice or a voice, where was he hovering over me? Because most of the way God speaks is an internal process. First Corinthians 2 is the best prophetic scripture where it says yeah. the Holy Spirit searches the deep things of God, the deep things of man and ties them together. Yeah. So in this book encounter, I feel like, you know, one of the things that if you see the front cover, it has kind of a tree and a, it looks like a brain. brain yeah. yeah. And the reason why is because so much of how we process with God is an internal process. It's inside, it's deep within us. And he shares his neuro, neuro pathways. He shares his n- neurology. He shares his process of what's going on in his brain. And I start the book of, you know, with Solomon. And we talk about how Solomon didn't just ask for wisdom, but it was a Hebrew word that means, can I have your presence in my brain? Can I think the way you think? Can I process real time with your processor? And we understand that because we have Google. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, we can search anything anytime. And, and that's how Solomon wanted to respond with God. If I'm going to build the greatest temple ever, if I'm going to build the greatest city, the greatest infrastructure. I can't do this just based on great principles. I have to do this based on your presence of what you want, your living will inside of me. And that was a messianic picture that the Jewish people thought the Messiah would come with in an external way and build an external kingdom right away. So when Jesus came and he was so plugged into the father, but it was all about changing the inside first, it was very confusing to the average Jewish person because they were looking for a a one up from Solomon because they wanted that you know, the Daniel 112 or 117, where it says they were given divine intelligence, which means divine consciousness, which the whole world's paying so much money through new age and mm-hmm. psychics and all these people to try and get that spiritual information. And we're given it freely from our oh. father through Jesus oh. to know him. But we have to actually have faith that we can know him that way. Mm-hmm. And I just encourage you, some of the things you think and your like ideas, and sometimes you get these divine downloads and some of you are not aware that that's actually divine. Some of you think, oh, you know, that's a pizza dream or that's ridiculous. And you kind of blow stuff off. But I just want to encourage you. A lot of times God does things and puts things in you and puts a download into you that doesn't always make logical, natural sense, but it's very, very supernatural. And so I just encourage you, grab your copy of Encounter. This will help you to recognize God participating, directing, God guiding, God putting things into your heart, into your soul, into your mind, and really directing your steps. And like Sean said too, if you go back and you look and see, look for God's fingerprints, look for the ways that God participated, helped you here, helped you. And sometimes we think, well, that was small or that was just kind of coincidental. And But let's be honest and say, hey, wait a second. 
that was actually God directing. That was God participating. That was God protecting. That was God actually speaking. And I didn't realize it, but it's absolutely true. And so just hop on the phone, get on the website, grab your copy of Encounter. And of course, we want to encourage you that whatever need you have in your life, we want to pray for you. Some of you watching have financial needs. Some of you watching have very serious medical conditions that you're concerned about. Some of you watching, you have very, very impactful family struggles that are going on and you just, wow, you don't know what to do. Some of you watching right now, you're having uh, emotional mental health struggles and, and you're like, Whoa, we want to pray for you. So hop on the phone, get on the website. And I know that nothing is impossible with God. Luke 1 37, nothing is impossible. No person, no situation, no medical condition, no financial position. Nothing is impossible for God. So hop on the phone, get on the website. We'd love to pray for you. And of course, grab your copy of Encounter. Super encouraging and will show you some really unique ways that God can speak to you and is speaking to you, even though you may not have even recognized it or been aware. Perspective is vital to the way you see possibilities, limitations, and what God is doing. For your gift of $43 or more, we will send you Sean Bowles' new book, Encounter. In this powerful book, Sean shares a series of divine encounters that have defined his spiritual perspective. These important insights will help you gain a fresh vision for your faith so you can walk out your spirituality exactly as God intended and will empower you to take your place in the coming move of God. To enhance this anointed book offer, we will also send you Sarah's book, In Step with the Spirit, and Marilyn's booklet, Renew Your Mind, which will help you gain a fresh perspective on faith and spirituality. For your gift of $75 or more, we will send you our Milano Softone Daily Bible. This Bible is designed to enhance your daily Bible reading, which will help foster your godly perspective and mindset. Live the abundant, supernatural life God desires for you. Call or click today for this life-changing resource. Sarah Bowling, Living Genuine Love, is on a mission to connect everyone with the heart of God. With a passion for the Bible and the gift of teaching, Sarah brings a new perspective to articulate God's life-giving revelation to our modern moment. God's heart relentlessly reaches all our hidden places and changes us from the inside out. And Living Genuine Love is equipping people with resources and tools that empower them to walk in this intimate relationship with God. Sarah is a powerful scholar and spirit-led teacher with a gift and passion that takes her many places around the world to bring lasting change to each of us who are craving the transformative love of God. At Living Genuine Love, we're committed to seeing you walk in a vibrant relationship with God every day. Learn more about Sarah Bowling and her ministry, Living Genuine Love, by visiting sarahbowling.org or call us at 800-627-1995. Welcome back to Today with Marilyn and Sarah. This is a wonderful day for you. Trust me. Put your hand on your heart. Say, I trust you, Marilyn. It is a wonderful day. Sean, you are our guest today. We're so happy to have you. And you have a book called Encounter. Encounter what? And God is creating people with specific purposes. Yeah. So what you're trying to bring out is what our purpose is mm -hmm. in our encounter. Share that with us. Well, you know, it's so funny because the discovery process for most people is not an easy process. Even in school, we don't have enough career counselors. In church, we don't have enough people asking, 
what do you think God's made you for in the first place? And there's that question that comes up, but a lot of times it's, it's hooked into what we do for God is what's important versus who we are in God. And one of the things I loved is in the, in the encounter I had, you know, I think it's, I forget which chapter it is in, but we're seeing Jesus, the Father, and the Holy Spirit sitting together and they're thinking and dreaming about humanity before they ever created. And they're dreaming about being with us, not just doing things for them, but being with us. They're not, they're not uh, narcissistic. They don't need servants. They don't need uh, subservient people. They're fully enough within themselves, but they want to share themselves with someone. So they choose us and they start to dream and create. And as they're thinking of us, if you think of some of the people that you love the most, you think of, why do I love the most? It's never the people who did the most for me or the people who, you know, work the most for me or, or serve me at my house. It's, it's like my kids, my wife, my friends. And it's, you think of the character, characteristics of like, oh my gosh, they show me the most empathy or they help me walk through the most in life. They help me become who I'm really am called to be, those kinds of thoughts. And so when the Holy Spirit and the Father and Jesus were thinking about us and that discovery process we can go through is, what is there about me that God formed in his love that I get to give to the world around me? And how do I show that love through the talents, the gifts, and the ministry or calling or business or whatever it is that he's given me? And I think it's a much different question than just what am I called to? Because you're no longer asking what, I, what do I get to do for God, but you're saying, how do I get to be in God? How do I get to be connected to him? And he loves me so much. And how do I get to give that love? And I think of, and I mentioned the book where Jesus is, you know, kind of in his final hour and he's, you know, he's, he's to the point of stress where he's bleeding. He's that intense. And it doesn't say it there, but in Hebrews, it says, for the joy set before him, he endured the cross. So something happened in the garden in exchange where there was a joy that was, he saw us. I mean, the joy set before him was us. He mm -hmm. saw that we were worth, worth it. He remembered that original formation period where they were dreaming of humanity. And he said, it is worth it. I think when he said, it is finished, it is worth it. It's like, this is it, that we now get to enter in and humanity gets to enter into this. So I think of that. And I think when people are discovering their purpose, Asking the big question of who is the joy set before you? Who would you pay a price for? Who would you sacrifice for? Of course, it's your family. You'll do that no matter what. But who's like your family to your heart? And sometimes it's a people group. Sometimes it's an industry. Sometimes it's a region. Sometimes it's a, you know, a mission field. And I think that, you know, you've been on the mission field for both of you have for so many years. And there's something inside of you that an urgency in your love that causes you to say yes again, when it shouldn't be a yes for most humans because it's dangerous it's complicated, it's sacrifice, but there's a compelling that's not just, I get to go be anointed and see a bunch of people saved. It's like, I get to go and see a part of God's heart manifest on the earth that's not there yet, that's not manifested yet. And I get to partner to his joy, partner to his love. Mm. And it, it allows you to see the traumatic, what would normally traumatize you and allows you to go, I see God in this darkness. I see rise, you know, let your light shine. And, and see the thick darkness covers the earth, but all of a sudden Jesus shows up. Mm -hmm. So I think people can discover it best by looking for both getting their personal identity of who am I to God, but then also saying, who's the joy set before me? Mm -hmm. Who is the joy set before me? That's so key, I think. Yeah, you'll mm -hmm. go to the cross for him. Mm -hmm. you'll, yeah. you'll pay the price will, today for him. You will. Mm -hmm. And think it's a joy. Yeah. And know it's a joy. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You might be watching right now. Maybe you're struggling with your purpose. You're like, why am I here? Or maybe you had a change in your life and it seemed like the purpose you had doesn't seem to exist now and you're just kind of floundering a little bit. We would love to pray for you. Hop on the phone and get on the website. We want to pray that God would encourage you, reveal to you, and help you discover, explore um, God's purpose in your life. And when you do, grab your copy of Encounter 
this will very much encourage you that God is encounterable <laughs> in a whole variety of ways, contexts, opportunities, scenarios. And I find it interesting, Sean, you know, we, you and I have talked off offset, you're experiencing God in, in places and scenarios that are not religious. How does that, what does that look like for you? Well, I mean, we do a lot of stuff with entertainment industry. So I'm a consultant on certain films. They'll call me in and sometimes they need a pastoral viewpoint. Sometimes they need somebody who has like the church in mind or Christians in mind. And so I'll go into a very secularized project and they'll ask, what does the faith community think about Game of Thrones? What does the faith community think about, which was the number one show watched by pastors, unfortunately. I think that was unfortunate. Super. But um, but what does the faith community think about maybe a new biblical epic that's not done by biblical people that's coming out? And so I've been able to interact behind the scenes with those. And there's all, also all kinds of other intersections I, I've had with people coming right off of sets, coming to Jesus, and then being really through a process where they're the most powerful person in their own life. So they don't know what it's like to be a part of a family or a community or a church. And so it's, you know, whether it's the Kanye West type people or whether it's somebody who's less known, maybe a director or a grip or someone. And like, there's a lot of ego. There's a lot of even sometimes narcissism in that industry. So people who get converted, it's a slower growth process sometimes, yeah. or it's maybe a slower discipleship process. So I think for me, because I have that, the joy set before me is to love these people who are really hard to love sometimes. I remember one of them, a famous musician, started coming to our church and he dated seven girls in a row and really started to defraud them. And so I had to have like a really serious talk of what does it look like to walk with God? And when it comes to romance and relationship, and we had this deep talk and he goes, I can't agree with you fundamentally, but I'm going to protect you because I love you by not coming to your church, not attending the church, but can we still be friends? Because I will continue to do this in your church. So I want to protect you. And I just thought that was a really unique, and we've been friends ever since, that was a really unique way for him to understand, I'm not ready to live in holiness yet, but I'm ready to protect your what you believe is holiness. And so there's been this really strange world that we've been a part of that has its own set of rules that are really defined by people's reputation and fame and money, really money, and the, the power of money and influence of money. And we're super simple. So for us, it's just about love. It's just super simple. But I, I think that the impact of having an encounter with God is I believe the next move of God is going to be in the marketplace, especially going to in, be in the marketplace with okay. people in their jobs, especially in places of politics or in places of popular culture and places of social media influencers, I think are going to get radically saved because they've had an encounter with the love of Jesus. And they're going to be able to share that in unique ways that don't put their position in compromise that actually enhances their career, doesn't take away their career. And I think we have a couple examples of that right now that are very hard sometimes for the church, like a Justin Bieber, Chris Pratt, different. It's hard for the church to look at them and go, that feels a little unsafe. Are you really? Because are you really saved? Are you really? Are you really? But when you get saved, it usually takes all of us who, I mean, I, I grew up in the church, but all the people that I brought to the Lord, it took two to five years to really go through, like, is this real for them? You know, is this, is, are they going to take this into full life or is this just going to be part of what they do with life? And I think it takes time for someone in a place of politics or a place of CEO of a business or a place of, where there's leadership. If Elon Musk got saved right now, that kind of person, there would be a time of them figuring out what their salvation means the rest of their life. And some people make it all the way through that beautifully. And they have great examples of that because there is good examples in their industries, but some people don't make it through that process or are struggling with stuff like Kanye West mental health issues. So he's struggling with that. So for me, I want to be in that, that place of helping conversations happen, helping helping encouragement happen, helping life happen, helping to be a bridge between the church and people of influence because a lot of times they make really bad decisions. 
And so how do we love them in the midst of those bad decisions? Just like they're making the same bad decisions other people make, but they're making on a broader, more public viewpoint. And I think sometimes as Christians, we get prickly, you know, oh, or judgmental or critical, or if they were really, you know, and I, and I, I find, I find that sometimes as Christians, we can be a little bit like Pharisees. Well, Billy Graham made this great observation many years ago, and I couldn't even reference when he said it, but I was watching a video where he said, if you're having kids, you know how to talk to other people about having kids, but once you have grandkids and you're no longer having kids, you're not as much of, you're an observer more than you are an advisor. You can be, your wisdom isn't, isn't current to what they're experiencing a lot of times. And so he said, for me, if you're always getting people saved, you're always having kids, you're always relevant to the conversation because but a lot of Christians aren't getting people saved. So they're no longer relevant to the, the discipleship conversation. Mm-hmm. That's so powerful. And I just want to encourage you to, today as you're watching this, there are probably people in your life that you would like to have, like them to know Jesus and have a relationship with Jesus. We would love to pray for those individuals. So probably some family members, maybe your kids, your grandkids, hop on the phone, get on the website. We would love to pray for your family members to come and have an authentic, genuine relationship with God. And when you do, grab your copy of Encounter. This book will help you and encourage you today. Perspective is vital to the way you see possibilities, limitations, and what God is doing. For your gift of $43 or more, we will send you Sean Bowles' new book, Encounter. In this powerful book, Sean shares a series of divine encounters that have defined his spiritual perspective. These important insights will help you gain a fresh vision for your faith so you can walk out your spirituality exactly as God intended and will empower you to take your place in the coming move of God. To enhance this anointed book offer, we will also send you Sarah's book, In Step with the Spirit, and Marilyn's booklet, Renew Your Mind, which will help you gain a fresh perspective on faith and spirituality. For your gift of $75 or more, we will send you our Milano Softone Daily Bible. This Bible is designed to enhance your daily Bible reading, which will help foster your godly perspective and mindset. Live the abundant, supernatural life God desires for you. Call or click today for this life-changing resource. Thank you so much for watching. Sean, would you pray for our audience to have encounters, recognize encounters with God? I would love to. I just pray over you right now that you would recognize that God wants us more than you do. As a matter of fact, Jesus prayed in John 17, Father, I desire them to be with me where I am to see you. And so he's already prayed for you to have access this way, to be with him, to see his heart, to know his mind, to know what he's feeling right now. And your spirit and his spirit are entwined together as you're a believer. And so he wants to show you, sometimes it feels like instinct or intuition. And I pray over you that you would trust that discernment, that you would trust his voice, that you would trust that thought that didn't come from you. And sometimes you can recognize it when it's you know, repentance, like, you, hey, you did that wrong, you need to change, or sometimes when you're supposed to give money, but you're going to recognize God speaking in so many new ways and encountering you through visions and through his spirit. And I pray over you an impartation, everything that I have, everything I've walked in through, even writing this book, that you would have it too in the name of Jesus. That's powerful. It is. It really is. And we really want to thank you for watching today. We want to thank you for getting at least two books and passing them on you know, because we give gifts. And I want you to say with me, I always say this, today is the best day of my life. Why? I have a reason. Because Jesus Christ lives big in me today. And if you'll say that, you'll see the wonderful things because I've had the experience. You say, well, I don't think it works. Too late to tell me. 
I've been doing it for years and it's been working and it will work for you because you are speaking the promises of God's word to the problems of this life.